Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Big Ken, a retired teacher bringing you lessons each week he's learned in the hobby by taking you behind the table and inside the mind of a dealer and a collector. Sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded here is the cards. Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. I am your host, Big Ken. You know the drill. Like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Most importantly, thanks for being here. What is going on, everyone? Before we start, a few side notes. Uh, Saturday, I will be traveling down to the Philly show with uh, Rob, sports card therapist. We're making a day of it. So if you are going to be at that show on Saturday, uh, definitely message me. Let me know. I will look for you. We're going to be walking the show. We're not set up. We're just going to be walking the show. But uh just hope to see a lot of a lot of people I haven't seen in a while down there. Um, on Thursday's episode, super excited. I have Brian Dwyer, president of Robert Edward Auctions. Um, that is going to be a great episode. Looking forward to that. Uh, this weekend, Saturday, I was able to get out to a local show here in Connecticut. Shout out Alex uh, on Instagram at Ideal Cards. Uh, he puts on the Enfield Connecticut show the first Saturday of every month. And uh, we did have some inc inclement weather, a little icing, icy, sleety stuff that came overnight, Friday night. Uh, but I got up, got out. It's about an hour away from me. Uh, definitely. I love to hit a show every weekend. And uh yeah, it was a, it was a, it's a, it's always a great show. Uh, I had a couple pickups, uh, just not my PC, just my showcases. Um, shout out Nick on Instagram at Nicholas Del Santo. Uh, first time meeting Nick. Uh, we got a deal done. I was, I was happy to get it done. I was happy with the cards that I got. Um, not sure how long he's been in the hobby, but you know, sometimes our minds fill in the blanks. You know, I probably should have asked him a few more questions before I left because uh, I told him I was going to shout him out and shout the deal out. Um, but I think what happens is the, the first time I ever set up, I set up at this show uh, in Enfield, my very first show to set up. And surprisingly enough, it was at that exact table. My first show I set up with Rob, sports car therapist. And we set up, he, th that was, I think, at the time, his second or third show, my first show. But it was at that table. And and all of a sudden, I kind of got it stuck in my mind. And I know Nick's a young guy, right, that he was new because he was in the newbie table. That's, you know, where I was when I was new. Um, so, Nick, if I'm wrong, if you've been doing this a long time, hey, I'm sorry. I just felt, you know, you were a young guy just, gets, just getting started uh, setting up at a show. Uh, but on my way home, you know, you're thinking of all this stuff. And uh, I thought to myself, even like, you know, for even if Nick was just starting out, like, what does it take to be successful in the hobby for anybody? What does it take to be successful in the hobby um, or in any hobby? Right. And and, and that's today's episode. Uh, and this I mean, I'm obviously talking about sports cards, right, talking about this hobby. Um but I'm just going to call it the four P's of the hobby, right? The four P's of the hobby. The first P is personal. 
right? I mean, any hobby, it just needs to be personal. It needs to be about you. It needs to be what's bringing you joy and happiness, what makes you feel good, right? Uh, and for each and every one of us, those things, those feelings are different. Even though we're all in the hobby, how I feel about things and how you or anybody else feels about it, they're different. Those feelings are different for every single person. So I'm not going to show up and say, I feel this way. This what this is what make this makes me feel this way that I expect everybody to feel the same way. That's not going to happen. Um, could be 10 of us all looking at it's the same card that would be our grail card. And we would all feel differently about that card, but it just needs to be personal, right? It just needs to be, it needs to bring us that feeling, that, that sense of joy, that sense of happiness. Um, there are many things in life we do because we have to, right. And, you know, with work and, and, and so many things, but the hobby, the hobby is just a great distraction from all those other things. It, you know, it gives us something to look forward to. Uh, you know, I know, and I'm going to, I'm, going to be personal about this for me when I'm off doing work and, and, and I'm, I'm in a business and I'm setting up a network or whatever I'm doing on an IT side, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I got a show coming up this week. And like this week, all this week, I'm going to be thinking about going to Philly on Saturday. So it's those little things. It's just a distraction. It's not so much of a distraction that I can't get my work done, but just that distraction that it's telling me, Everything I'm doing here is all worth it because I can do these other things, right? This here, what I'm doing, allows me to do those other things. Um, so, yeah, now it becomes personal because that's that's the way my mind works, right? That's what's happening to me. But other people, it's different, right? With other people, their thought pattern, what they're thinking, how they hobby, what they do so they can be in the hobby is completely different from what I do. So we're all, we all come from different walks of life. Uh, but at the end of the day, it, it, it's personal. This hobby needs to be personal for us. Uh, the second P people, I think being alone in anything only lasts so long. Right. If you have hobby, if you set hobby goals and hobby achievements and you reach them, I mean, if you have nobody to share them with, I mean, how far does that go? Uh, and, and again, me personally, because everybody's different, that would bring on a sense of loneliness for me. Like I would get to do what I, you know, I would succeed at something, but if I had nobody to share it with, I mean, really, how? what's the, what, and for me, I'm, I'm saying this for me because I know there's other people out there that do this alone and they enjoy doing this alone. And they're going to say, Hey, <laughs> this is my alone time. And I love doing that. And that's fine. I I'm just built a little differently when I'm doing something or I'm involved in something I want to share. I want to share it with people. Um, you know, I'm happy. I have a great partner here at home. You know, she, like, I, I know a lot of times I'm talking to her about cards and the hobby and the podcast and she's listening, you know, I, I don't know if, I don't know if she needed to hear all of it or wanted to hear all of it, but you know, it's, it's where I start here in at home, you know, and then I have my hobby people 
you know, that, that I'm surrounded with. Uh, and, and they're, they're, you know, they're like-minded people, you know? Um, I know there are a lot of people out there who, you know, who, who are during their creative sessions, whatever they're doing, they like to be alone. Right. But then when they create something, they need to share it. They want to share it. And they start with the people closest to them. Like I do here in the house. And then, then it works its way out right to the, my close people in the hobby. Uh, and just being around like-minded people, right. Sometimes just to ask questions, you know, that, that we can, you know, learn together, grow together. People in the, I mean, it, it, it's what we need. It's what we, I mean, I think as, as a, you know, it's human nature to want to have, you know, surround yourself with people that like the same things you do, right? Uh, on season two, episode 16, that was just a couple episodes ago, uh, I had Rob Gerard on, on the podcast and he was pretty vulnerable talking about his vision when I asked him about his vision for the Wolfpack. And he said it came from a place of loneliness as a kid. And there was a lot of feedback that came from listeners you know, who felt somewhat lonely in the hobby. And after hearing him talk about that, they felt inspired to reach out to other people, to start building some friendships in the hobby. I know firsthand, right? I'm, I'm older than most. So I know firsthand um, as an adult, how hard it is to make friends, just period just period, just to find new friends. And as we go through stages of our life, right, friends of convenience come and go, uh, whether it's through work or your kids or your kids or sports with the kids or neighbors, you know, before you moved or you moved and, you know, et cetera, right? Just all, just their friendships of convenience, and they come and go in your life. And some of them, you're like, yeah, that's okay. I don't mind. And other ones, like, you really feel like a sense of loss. I know through my life, you know, I, when I, when some of these friends have left, I really felt like a sense of loss, you know, that I really enjoyed that friendship. And, but for whatever reason, you know, when our kids were done playing this sport or I moved to a new neighborhood or anything, we kind of went our own ways and maybe lost touch or things like that. So I know how tar how how hard it is um, to find new friends, to make new friends. And and I, I do have to say, you know, in my lifetime. At my age, I never expected to have as many hobby friends as I do now. Uh, and in fact, I have more friends in this hobby than I did at any one time in my life. I mean, I, honestly, and and uh, believe it or not, it's absolutely true. And, and, you know, some of the people that I've been friends with for years and I'm still friends with now, I mean, I, I almost feel like... Um, since I jumped back into the hobby, maybe I ne neglected them a little bit. You know, I reach out to them. Hey, and they're like, oh yeah, how's that card thing? And I'm like, good. I'm like, we, we got to get together. We have to hang out. We have to, and, and, you know, I don't want to be that person that, you know, left, left somebody else, you know, left one friend for new friends. I try to keep the friends around me because they're important. You know, the, those friendships that I've had for many years and I've held on to, uh, are, are important. And if you're, and if you're, you know, of a younger age 
you know, listening to this, um, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about through the years, you know, with friendships. So people having people around you, um, like-minded people around you, uh, it's very important. It's very important. And and I'm going to tell you, you know, if you're doing it alone and you think it would be better with other people, get out there, start connecting with other fellow hobbyists because you're not alone. There's a lot of people out there that would ha- be happy to have some some more hobby friends. I'll take all the hobby friends I can I can get. The third P, passion. You know, like anything else in life, for most of us, we find passion by accident or through others around us. Um, could be a hobby, a sport, job, career, anything we do. Uh, and sometimes we first try something for the first time. I mean, how many times has this happened to you that you try something for the first time and you say, oh man, that sucks. I ain't doing that no more. Right? And then at a later time in your life, you go back for whatever reason, you get drawn back into it and you're like, oh man, this, this is all right. This is pretty awesome. Like, I, I don't know why I thought it was so terrible back then, but I'm glad I'm here now. And I often think when those things happen is just, we, we weren't ready. We didn't have, we weren't in the right place in our life to accept, you know, what came it, with anything, a hobby, a sport, music. I don't care what it is. We just weren't ready for it. And maybe if we decided then that we were ready for it, that it may have never lasted. It may have fizzled out because how many times have you felt really passionate about something? And then a few months later, you're like, nah, I don't know. That's maybe not for me or, you know, I, I'd rather be doing something else. I don't want to be doing this anymore. Um, so I think, you know, for whatever reason, we find passions in our lifetime at different times. I mean, it, they come and go. And and I think um, if we go back to the first P, just being personal, I think a lot of passion and personal have a lot, they have a lot of connection there um, because I I just think if, if we jump into doing something and and it's not bringing us all that joy and excitement uh, that we thought it was, we kind of move on. And sometimes we do it because other people that we really care about around us are doing it. And we really want to find that joy and passion. And I think it gets to a point where you're like, I know how this person feels and I can see how much joy it brings them. And it just doesn't bring me that kind of joy. So it's, you know, at, at sometimes it's okay to have, you know, different passions because when we come into a hobby like this, we all have a passion, but like I talked about earlier, it's not the same. It, it, it our, our passions are all completely different, but it's a form of passion that brings us together here in this hobby. And I know there are people in this hobby that don't have a lot of that stuff, that this hobby is just a business to them, right? It, it's clearly just a business that, you know, they, I'm just buying cards and I'm selling cards and I'm making money. And at the end of the day, I don't have a PC. I don't want, you know, so it, they come, they're coming in. But are they, are they any more or less than us? No, they're still part of the hobby. They're still part of making this hobby, you know, continue on and evolving, right? You need all parts of this hobby for it to work, right? Or just, just I'm, I'm not going to say successful, right? Because success is something completely different. But I think, 
you know, we're all here and we're all a part of what keeps this hobby going. Um, make sure you're, you're make sure you're passionate. And, and as, as I, as I take a break, you know, just pausing for a minute here, um, we all find our passion different ways. Right. And, and I, and I, and I say this because I talk with other people about how passionate I feel about certain things in the hobby. And they're like, uh, okay. And I realize we all have different passion, right? The passion we have, and I'm saying this just like I said at the beginning, what my passion is and how I'm going to, how I talk about it. That's mine. I own that. Find your passion. Find what your passion is. The last P, participation. That's the one thing about this hobby is, you know, you with the internet, you could stay home and never leave your house to participate. Um, your collection could be as small as one card. It could be as high as, you know, a million cards. You can choose to participate in the hobby any way you choose. Um, I take in a lot of content. I listen to a lot of content. And I talk about people. I listen to people who set up at shows. I listen to people who go to shows. I listen to people who don't go to shoot, go, don't go to shows or set up at shows. But they're in the hobby. They're at home. They're online. They're buying cards. They have a PC. They don't need to get out to a show to be in the hobby. They don't need to set up at a show to be in the hobby. Um, some some people I know may have five or six cards. That's it. I mean, that's what brings them joy. That's that's what they're happy with. And they're holding those cards and they have a list of other cards that they want to get. And it could take them five years eight years, 10 years, right. To get these cards. Um, I'm built a little differently. You know, I, I participate, I jump in, I have a lot of passion in the hobby. Um, and I'm a, I want to say I'm a real go getter, right? So when I get my mind set on something, um, I create, you know, small goals, large goals. And a lot of those are just mine. Like I don't talk you know, I'm not outward about all my all my goals in the hobby because I just think, you know, they belong to me. And, and I don't really want to inspire the people around me with my goals. I'd rather have them have their own goals and they're, you know, short, short and long term. And we talked I talked last week on the episode about getting ready for national. Um, and I found myself you know, already saying, okay, I'm hitting this first show. I I, I want to go find a card to put in that, that box for national. And I almost felt like I was a little let down because I went to the show and I didn't find one. And I was like, okay, all right, it's okay. I'm going to go home. I'm going to jump online. I'm going to look around. And when I got home, I said, okay, I, you know, like I, I understand myself and who I am and, and, Sometimes I, sometimes I go all in, right? Sometimes I'm, uh, you know, I, I've got a goal and I want to complete it as fast as I can. 
And this weekend was probably the first time coming home Saturday that I said, okay, take a breath because we've looked online. We've looked through the auction houses. There's nothing at the right prices right now. Um, we didn't really find anything on Instagram or Facebook and we didn't find anything at the show. So tomorrow's another day. Next week's another week, you know, got a bigger show coming to Philly, you know, Philly next week, something more, you know, forward, something to look forward to. Um, so my participation as you listen to, you know, on this podcast is a lot. It, it It's an awful lot. And I say that, and I started this out saying, you can do as little as you want in this hobby or as much as you want in this hobby to, to participate. And it's acceptable, right? It It's, it's okay to do as little or as much as you want. I'm the guy that's got the gas pedal to the floor and I'm like, let's go. We've got a goal. Let's get this done. We've, we we're, we're in a time crunch. We've got national coming. We've got, you know, other shows coming and things like that. So it's, uh, the way I hobby at the end of the day, the way I hobby is a lot harder and faster than most people. Um, but it doesn't make it, doesn't my participation doesn't make it any better or any worse than anybody else's out there. And, and that's the greatest thing about the hobby, right? You make it personal. You get to find your people. You make those decisions of those people that you find, right? And you can choose to, to be friends or not friends with these people in the hobby. You get to share your passion with other people. And I think that's important. I think that's really important because I think as you share your passion with other people, that's where you find your people. That's where you find the people in this hobby that, that understand you and you understand them. And I think that's so important. Um, and you get to participate how much or little as you can, as you want, right? It, it's, there's, there's no set of rules, um, about the hobby. Absolutely no set of rules. You can come in and do what you want, do as much as you want, do as little as you want, find as many people, find no people. There's no set, there's no set rules, but it all goes back to the very first P, right? It needs to be personal. It needs to be what, what drives you, right? What, what makes you happy? What brings you joy? Because that's really what it's all about, right? In, in life is, you know, we, we want to be happy. We want to find things that make us happy. Because there's a lot of things we have to do that, you know, in life. And I say that because I am where I am in my life. And there's a lot of things I had to do in my life that maybe I didn't want to do, but I had to do. Right. And, and things in my life, I created escapes. They were small, other hobbies and other things that I did that were smaller escapes. And, you know, now at this point in my life, it's, it's this hobby. That's my escape from, you know, the other things in my life. So that's all I have for you today. The four P's, um, Again, I'm going to be in Philly on Saturday. If you were there, come find me, message me. Um, and that is it. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. 
And if you like what you hear, please like, definitely subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. And until next time, take care of yourselves and everyone around you.